The Sophia Gray Show. (laughs) (sighs) Hello, listeners and kinky friends. Welcome to The Sophia Gray Show, where we discuss all things sex, kinks, and fetishes. From the sex stories to the latest trends in the erotic world, we talk taboo transparently. This podcast is brought to you by Sophia Gray, the largest used underwear marketplace. I'm Tracy Bust. And I'm Lacey Bloom. And today we're talking about FinDom, or financial domination. Ooh, um, yes. And we were talking a little bit about this before we recorded. Uh, Lacey, have you, what is your understanding of FinDom? So my introduction to FinDom was from watching season one of Euphoria on uh-huh. HBO. HBO, I think? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole idea of it being this... I guess a fetish of Mm -hmm. being someone's financial slave or like their financial master, Mm -hmm. which especially in in the context of Euphoria, you have a teenage girl who is Mm. on the Internet basically acting as a dominant, a fin dom Mm -hmm. for men who want to be humiliated and pay her to be humiliated and pay her when they're when they're bad and they don't follow the rules. And mm-hmm. I, I found this really interesting just, and the more research I did about it, I found so interesting that it's usually between a male submissive and a female dom. And I, yeah. that's a dynamic that we don't see enough of. And mm-hmm. so the fact that I got to watch it in a popular television show, just really surprised me and I have never experienced this myself but I could get on board with it yeah it is a fascinating like I first heard of it when I was just like hanging out with friends and they're like years ago and they're like have you ever heard of FinDom and I'm like what and so then we just like got into it (laughs) we were like looking up Twitter accounts and I and it was just like fascinating and you know I always I will admit that I always had a you know ongoing joke with my friends of like whenever we were like we need money and it's like oh let's be a fin dom Mm. um that'll be easy and it is you know just reading more about it for this episode and learning more about it I feel like maybe that was kind of you know maybe a little insulting to the actual world of financial domination Mm. um but you know I I can understand people uh, joking about it so financial domination is a BDS term that's often shortened to FinDom and it refers to the fetish of being a financial slave Mm. um so I feel like right now like I need to make my mind seem that like I need to what I'm trying to say is that FinDom is a real sub or sub, Dom sub kink. It is a real yes. kink. It's not like it's just as it it is. It's the same thing as being like tied up. It's the same thing as having an animal fetish. Like it right. is real. Um, right. And I know you hear about it, and the first thing you think of is scam, but mm. there's actually. A community where it's not a scam. It actually right. is your kink. Um, so yes, it seems like really easy to think that like, oh, this is just some like person who wants a bunch of money and they they're doing it and it's great and it's not. Well, and that's it's not, not about to a kink. say that's not to say that there aren't people out there who are taking advantage of this community and scamming people under the false pretense of findom. Like I mm-hmm. I can see where that would that would happen like I mean it's 
it, it would be like, you know, you said like you heard about this years ago. I could see where somebody, you know, comes across the term and is like, oh, hell yeah. Like this is just like being a sugar baby. Like I just want mm-hmm. somebody to give me money and buy me things and I'm going to make it happen. But the, you're right. This is totally something that needs to be respected just as yeah. any canker fetish should mm-hmm. be respected. Totally. And there is a difference between being a sugar baby and a being a, a fin dom, even though it does seem very similar. Mm. Um, so sugar dating is when someone receives cash gifts, trips, other financial benefits in exchange for providing rich older adults with their company. This can include the exchange of sexual favors, but it's not always that. But financial domination at its core is a dom-sub relationship where the mm-hmm. dom is the receiver of money and the submissive is the one who gets pleasure from giving it. It is mm. the ultimate submission. Um, financial doms are expected to dominate, humiliate, ridicule, and degrade the submissive. And the submissive, in return, is retur- both turned on by this and they pay. Um, yeah. There is typically very little physical interaction between the two, which also kind of makes the femdom thing very popular. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's something that I feel like, you know, I I feel like every time I've heard about femdom or seen it, you know, whether it's been represented on a show like Euphoria or otherwise, I feel like most of the time it's it's usually been a virtual transaction. Like it's... It's something done via computer, via, mm-hmm. you know, Pornhub or chat room or, you know, an OnlyFans account that's private between a couple people. So, um, you know, I'm sure that there might be a physical interaction for some people. Yeah, but there's some I people know... who meet up in person. Um, sure. Yeah. Um, so I, I think what like kind of blows people's mind upon first hearing it is just like money plays such an important role in this kink mm-hmm. the, it's the most it is the thing of this kink um it is the whip you know what I mean like yeah. it is the flogger <laughs> like and I went to um findom.com and they had this like amazing paragraph that I kind of want to read about <gasps> what it do. is It'll, it blew my mind and it, I, it just made me think of like capitalism and like you know whatever like I <laughs> the economy anyway okay so In the modern world, money plays one of the biggest roles in our lives and can give great power to those who control it. It is a big status symbol, and the more money you have, the higher up you are in society. We are meant to work hard to earn money and only spend it because of necessity. What is not not expected is for you to work day after day so you can give it away to someone else only because they demand it. That goes against what society expects, and that what, that's what makes it a powerful turn-on for some men. Financial domination is all about stepping outside the norm of society. Mm. So essentially what this is saying is that it is very taboo to do something like this. It is very taboo in our society as someone, as people who we work hard for money so we can live better lives and invest it in, very, in, in things that help us improve our lives. Who in the and I think outside this world, people would think who in their right mind would just give away money for nothing? Yeah. Well, you can in this world. That's what makes it taboo. You know, it's not taboo in the sense of like, you know, things like that. You know, 
feel weird whether it's like a daddy dom little girl whether it's like being into you know adult diaper uh baby what is it called abdl um Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. yes yeah adult baby diaper lover that's what it is Um, there it is yeah (laughs) i was was like yeah i knew there's an l but what is the l got it i know yeah it's lover um but you know i guess what i'm saying is that like that, you know, those things that, you know, you automatically think taboo, taboo, taboo. But what also falls in that category is fin- is financial domination. Because it's mm. so crazy in our world to just give money away. Yeah. Which is so funny because, I mean, if you think about it, the, the things that we spend money on to, you know, I mean, ugh, like, I both hate and love money. Like, you know, yeah. I just... I wish we could go back to the days of like trading goods and services, honestly, Mm -hmm. just because like money, especially in like Western culture is like such a symbol of status and power. And Mm -hmm. how many purses do you have? How many cars do you have? How big is your house? But yeah, so the idea of trading your money for something that is also going to be basically privately enjoyed most of the time like Mm -hmm. findom yeah I think that's like part of the taboo too is that it's just it's something for you and this person and potentially that's it like nobody this isn't for you this isn't a sad status symbol to show off to people this Mm -hmm. is something for you and you alone which is so unlike Americans in general yeah, to just privately yeah. mm-hmm. enjoy something like that. Oh God, yeah. I I love it. It's like kind of like in addition to being taboo, it's kind of like this like, you know, this like fuck you to society too. Do you know what I mean? Because like it yeah. is, it is like this weird, you know, it is a it is a statement in addition to a kink for me. Yeah. Just like thinking about it, like if I'm saying this as if I were into it, you know what I mean? Like I right. would be like, this is my way of being like, fuck you to the norms of society. And also, this like gets me hot so hard. Like you know yeah, what I mean? Exactly um, from both points of view too. I mean, it's really, you know, because like if I was participating in Findom, I would, you know, as it seems like is the norm for Findom be the one dominating somebody in exchange for money. And that's so not what women are cultured to be or believe in. So it's so, I can see it so empowering for women. And then at the same time, we know that people want to be submissive because generally a lot of them are dominant in other parts of their lives. And they want a time to step back. So I can see where it would be so pleasurable for men who are also being dominated like I this just this is just selling me on this so much more the more we talk about it because you know how a lot of um you know in the world of BDSM a lot of people say and believe that the submissive is the one who actually has the power because the submissive is giving the power to the dom Mm -hmm. and I think this is literally the same thing the person with the money has the power it's true. Is it's true. Is, is empowered because they're the ones giving it to the dom. And so that's why I think that like it's really important that like if you're in a fin dom situation, you need to have conversations, set your parameters. This is just like oh, any yeah. other fetish. Um yeah. so again, like, you know, if people are like, oh, why why would people be into this? It's a degradation, humiliation thing, mm-hmm. which people love. It's a servitude thing. As mm-hmm. a submissive, it feels natural. It feels just as natural as, you know, having a tie put on your eyes. You know, like it, this yeah. is, it's this invasion. 
Um, and I mean, it's this erotic invasion. Um, so according to this, um, the independent did this article and, and, um, you know, interviewed the submissive. And he said that the arousal factor comes from the thought of the dom invading the personal space that is your finances. Financial domination scoops up this notion of human beings and weaponizes it as something kinky. It's intimacy in a very capitalistic, masochistic way. <laughs> and again, I'm just like, there needs like there needs to be a college course on this. Like this, it's yeah, blowing honestly, my mind. Like capitalism in the bedroom. Like yeah. we'll call it we'll call it capitalism and the clitoris. Like Seriously. I, I would take the shit out of this college course. Like yeah. oh my god. Yeah. Um, okay, so in the the Findom world, I guess in a lot of in in the BDSM world and in the world of kink, there's always terms, you know. Sure. So let's let's talk about the terms. The first one, obviously, Findom. You got your dominant. You got your submissive, of course. Um, in terms of dom, in, um, dominance, some of the names that um, people go by in the Findom community is God or Goddess, Master mm. or Mistress, or Dom or Dom or Dom with an M E. Um, yes. It's like in, the French way. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Dumb. Dumb. Um, so in, in, in this world, in the community, if you're a submissive, terms that you may be referred to are cash cows, money slaves, or human ATMs. Oh my gosh, I love it. <laughs> yeah. So cash cow is mo- the, a term used to describe a kind of investment that provides a steady profit. So in the okay. pin down world, it's basically your regular customers of a financial dominatrix. Somebody you always, someone you come back to, someone you have an ongoing relationship that you know you can always profit from. Yeah, because the milk is always flowing. Hello, yes. cow. Hello. Um, the term pay pig is um, a submissive person who gets sexu- sexual satisfaction from being financially exploited. Mm. Um, so pay pigs usually give money without anything in return. Oh, okay. So they are there specifically to pay. They are exactly. not looking for any other sort of services. It's I am getting satisfaction from giving my money away exactly and okay. so but if you're like oh are there people who get satisfaction from giving or you know are there people who do stuff yes of course and that term is called a money slave and that is someone mm. who enjoys fe- being humiliated degraded and extorted by a financial dominatrix okay so that's probably the closest definition for what we do see in the show euphoria I yes think that's yeah Especially as we have our character being introduced to the world of Findom, Findom as we're the audience also being introduced to it. Mm-hmm. That that I think is kind of the most basic definition for what we do see. Yeah. So here's some more terms that I love. The fr- another term is called a tribute. A tribute Ooh. is a submissive, a submissive's way of paying homage to a respected dom in the community. So tributes mm. are like a pay- are, are payment, um, purchasing um, someone if someone has like a wish list on Amazon, sending a gift card that's usually sent from a submissive to a dom. Um, it's usually done by a dom who's first initiating contact in hopes of getting to meet the fin dom and pay to and. And play with them. Okay. So a rinse uh, is when a dominant takes money from a submissive instead of having like the tribute, like tiny tributes. So like, let's say that oh. like, say that like, like if I have a, if I were Findom and I have my like 
Amazon wish list. Um, a, a tribute, I think, and also it correct me if I'm wrong. If anyone's out there who who is in who is into Findom, but it feels like a tribute is when someone just buys items on your wish list, but a rinse mm. would be like buying everything on your wish list, or a tribute would be like sending money ongoing, and then a rinse would be sending a, all of your money. I get it. So like you're you're cleansing the account, like you're fulfilling everything on the list like exactly. you know okay yeah. got it got it so there's also the term that's especially on twitter it's send the word send but the s is um the money sign um oh. so if you see the word send on twitter it's most likely referring to financial domination send means send me tributes and it's often uh. used in the online world of findom um on twitter or social media sites so I think like send means it's like the <laughs> letting everyone know that I'm a findom. Yeah, it's like it's the equivalent of, you know, especially on Twitter, because we know and fingers crossed, knock on wood, that Twinder, tw- Twinder, Twitter is really the last of the social media accounts where we see a lot of not suitable for work content. Absolutely, like it's, yeah. it's where a lot of creators and sex workers can still showcase their work Mm -hmm. without being censored. Yeah. Um, And oh gosh, I hope, I hope it stays that way. And so it's making me think of, um, you know, all the examples I'll see in people's bios where they'll say like, oh, open to DMs um, or, you know, 18 plus or like, I'm Mm -hmm. not looking for anybody. Don't message me right now. So yeah, yeah, it just kind of sounds like the, the idea of like, look, I'm here, I'm ready, send me money, let's mm-hmm. do this. Yeah. And also like Twitter, like Twitter, it's, you want to look for people like who are promoting their brand on Twitter and mm-hmm. not people who you think might be skeevy and just getting money, you know, like who don't want to be, yes. who just, who, the scam is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, okay. So a few more terms. A cash meet is when you meet someone in person to um, okay. pay someone. A gift slave is a submissive that um, is uh, expected to send a gift or purchase things off a wish list. Um, Mm. Obviously, this is previously consented on. Um, And also, there's the term sub drop or bottom drop. Um, In the Findom community, this can be described as the extreme low feeling of guilt or shame and stress that that comes after a Findom has drained your account or after you sent them money. A proper mm. financial dominant will respect their submissive's cash limits, which again should be set ahead of time. This is like, yeah. honestly, it's like this is your um, this is your safe word. You have to, yeah. you have to take care of yourself. I love this. I love that there is, and uh, see, this is why more people need to be cultured around the the kink community because. Mm-hmm. Where else do we have such open communication? We have terms for everything. We have specific ideas for this is what should be ex- discussed between mm-hmm. partners. This is this is the limit. This is the limit, you know, just as you would have in the bedroom with a person next to you. This is your limit over the internet or Absolutely. over OnlyFans, whatever yeah. it is. So as we were talking about earlier, yes, of course, fin- being in the world of Findom, the first thought you have is, is this a risky business? And yes, it, it, it can be. Um, for some people, it can be addictive to the point mm. where you're not managing your finances properly, um, where, you know, you're impacting the lives of other people in your life because 
you are sending money to someone. Um, you have again, you have to set your limits. There's a stereotype that it's all about finances, and it's not. Mm. It's about it's about being dominated. It's about being sub, it's about be, sub, being submissive. It's about humiliation and it's about degradation and people being turned on by that. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's not Mm -hmm. for everyone, but if it's for you, you're Mm -hmm. not alone. Yeah. So there is a difference between a financial dominatrix and and just like the term mean girl demanding money. (laughs) Um, So... You can usually, I, I feel like with like other like like web like cam girls and and other people of that sort, like you know when they're offering a service and it's they're not like scamming you. Yeah, it's the same thing with fin doms. Yes, you can like easily be you know fooled, but there are ways to find your fin doms that maybe don't necessarily use Twitter. Maybe use other websites like findom.com, um, hepays.com, and findoms.com. But again, there's nothing wrong with Twitter findoms. It's usually how findoms get their start. Sure. For me, I, you know, I'd say, like, maybe be careful if you're a submissive I, in a findom relationship I mean, or I looking think for it's- one. I think it's just a matter of, you know, just as, I mean, it sounds silly to like boil it all down to use common sense, but like, you know, just as you're setting limits with your, your wallet and Mm -hmm. your means for how much you're able to pay, because hell, you know, I know it feels great to give up your money and be dominated, but at the same time, you got to pay rent. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, the same, the same thing I think applies to honing in on what a credible source is. And Absolutely, I mean, yeah. we know, we know this from Sophia Gray that like the best sales that happen on Sophia Gray are people who develop their personas and, and, you know, share photos and create stories about mm-hmm. who they are and what they're doing in their panties and everything. And so I think the same rules apply when you are scoping Twitter because you feel safer on Twitter, mm-hmm. you know, versus, maybe a site specifically dedicated to Findom that, you know, if you see somebody asking you for money and the rest of their profile is just them playing, I don't know, squash, uh, maybe, maybe it's a scam. You know, I, I, I'm going to guess that most people who do have Findom personas on Twitter that are genuine have really cultivated that brand and are really showcasing that brand. So just use Good judgment, common sense, and, you know, if it feels sketchy, it probably is. Right, yeah. Um, but I think this is actually a good segue into those of you who want to become Findoms. Yes! Um, it is about branding, you know? Mm. It is about, like, being more than just a mean girl demanding money. Yep. Um, people want to in- invest in Findoms who invest in them. Um, it's not about money, but it's about your time. It's about being thoughtful, you know, mm. um, and it's about like you giving them the humiliation or degradation or whatever they want, you know. Um, you can do stuff as like sending them a message or a photo, you know, send, like when they send you a tribute saying thank you. Right. 
Um, obviously, if you're into degradation, throwing in some backhanded co- uh, comments um, <laughs> if you're leaving a positive note. Another thing to think about if you want to get into it is uh, catering to specific kinks and fetishes. Um, okay. Whether it's like, you know, pictures of your feet or, um, you know, other things. You know, like in Euphoria where she has a mask. Like, you know, um, be, be like find your brand, I guess. Yeah, and, and you know what? The more specific you are about what it is that you're willing to offer, like, yes, that might pigeonhole you a little bit as far as like, oh, well, I don't I don't offer that service or mm-hmm. I like to focus specifically on this service. That might pigeonhole you somewhat, but if that is what you're known for and that is what you do and you do it well, people will demand that yeah. and they will pay money for that and that alone. Yeah, I completely agree. Like, it, you know, it is your persona. So you just make it clear of what you want to offer. If you're yeah. into degradation, degra- uh, degra- oh my God. I know, it's a word. It is a word. <laughs> the word of the day is. <laughs> yeah. Degradation, humiliation. If you just want to take control of someone's accounts, if you want to do Skype, if you want to do Zoom, um, mm-hmm. you can, you know, have specific demands. But, you know, it pretty much is like, you know, um, define like it is about your brand and it's defining what you want whether it's just like you want nail polish and you're into you know having pictures of your hands or you want to have jewelry or you know or you just want money to pay for school there's all different types of like personas you could have I want people to buy me books I want to I want to link to my Amazon wish list Mm -hmm. and let them buy me books Totally. Yeah. Get the books. <laughs> I mean, sure. Yeah. Um, so if you want to get into Findama, as we were saying, Twitter can be a little iffy. Um, I mentioned these sites before, but here some sites you, sh- you could sign up for that is um, more official, is um, not scammy. Hepays.com, Findoms.com, and okay. Findom.com. And also, I think the most important thing is remember, you're in a dom-sub relationship and you need to be a dom, you know? Like, you need to pay attention to your sub's limits and you must respect their limits. Um, that means in you have a conversation in advance. You communicate in advance mm. of, like, how far your sub or your potential sub would be willing to go. Yeah. I'm curious. I wonder, you know, we always talk about, like, if people are – exploring something new and I'm wondering if Findom would be like the upgrade of already having experience with being a dom or I'm wondering if it would be like better as an introductory phase of dom sub relationships and Mm -hmm. I don't have an answer but like this is something that I'm curious about if this is like a good place to start especially since, you know, so many of us are still at home mm-hmm. and so many Findom relationships are taking place virtually, mm-hmm. I'm wondering if this is a good place to start. Um, I, I'd be really interested to hear people's thoughts on that. Yeah, absolutely. Abs- 100%. And just going back to um, uh, the euphoria thing, um, th- you know, there is a um, uh, this this trajectory of this girl find, you know, I haven't watched all of the episodes yet, but feeling so empowered by doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's remember that she's underage and it, that yeah. the relationship in that TV show is not good. It's just, for, you no. know, it's the, 
part it adds to the drama of the show so obviously yes because we keep talking about it and I just wanted to make sure that like people weren't like oh that is that how it should be and it's like no 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 that's illegal no (laughs) it shouldn't it's an excellent show I really recommend people check it out but Mm -hmm. there are a lot of problematic things on that show the main one being Mm -hmm. the way that sexual relationships are depicted with underage children yeah absolutely um a few more tips if you want to get started to in terms of finding a financial dom again Mm. as we talked about choose your fin dom carefully set your terms up front which is very important yeah be wary of the fake ones as we talked about and also like like i said search on i i would recommend searching on actual fin dom platforms Mm mm-hmm and then also, there is a FinDom community. On FinDom.com, there are threads where people can ask questions. Like any other, like, kink, there's a community for it. Yeah. that's. I mean, that's the thing that I always want people to know, whether they're listening to this podcast or, you know, uh, selling their panties on Sophia Gray or browsing Sophia Gray for panties, like, you are not alone. There is a reason this podcast exists. There's right. a reason websites like Sophia Gray and findom.com exist like there because there is a community and that mm-hmm. is something that people have to remember and you know just know that you're not alone there are plenty of people out there that like the same things you do and that is a okay yes whether you're looking to buy or sell used panties Sophia Gray has got you covered If you want to earn some extra cash, you can set up your own shop in minutes and start selling your own used underwear. And they take no commission. You'll keep 100% of every single sale that you make. If you've got a kink for used panties and you're looking to buy your next pair, look no further. The whole process is completely anonymous. Sophia Gray will never share, store, or archive your personal information. The name Sophia Gray won't even appear on your bank receipt. So head on over to SophiaGray.com to start selling or buying used panties now. If you're a fan of the podcast, we hope you'll subscribe on your favorite podcast streaming platform. You can also leave us a review on Apple Podcasts to let us know what you think. And while you're at it, feel free to share your feedback or questions by sending an email to podcast at SophiaGray.com. Until next time, I'm Tracy Bust. And I'm Lacey Bloom. And we're here to say, let them be kinky. There is no kink shaming here.